Hello? Hello? Michael, how are you? I'm good. How are you? What's going on, Max? I'm uh, just waiting for Jared. Excellent. Uh, are you home with Eric right now? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm in my room, and he's not in my room, but... What's what? Oh, I have my window open. Is that going to oh. ruin everything? Uh, no. It's not going to be streaming, though. Give it, give it a real New, New York authentic vibe to it. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I thought that sound was you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't pause it? No, you can't. Music? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually did. What type? Who? Are we waiting for Jared? Let's just talk a little bit. I'm waiting for Jared. Yeah, Jared, we can talk a little bit. So, you want me to answer the question? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, yeah, you might as well, yeah. You sound a little uh, spotty. I don't know why then. Uh, do I sound better now? What is that sound? New York, man. It's like, like a, a I don't know. Maybe a little static on the line. Hey guys! Hey, oh, Jared, Jared, what's going on? How we doing? Good. Uh, All right. Great to have Michael with us here this week. This episode six of the MJ podcast. What's that? Jared, is this episode six of the MJ podcast? Well, it's your podcast. You don't know what episode it is. It's our podcast. Um, before we start. I heard a great song before. Wait, hold on a second. What? This is episode five of the MTV. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> um, I found a great song I think you guys should both listen to. It's called Lips of an Angel by Hinder. It's a great song. 
I've listened to it before. What year did that come out? Uh, I, if I'm gonna hold on, hold on. I want to guess. I think it came out <laughs> in 2004. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right, I'll go. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll close my window. Hold on. Uh, it came out. Wow, one year off, Jared. 2005. Now. Okay, I'm going to be prop if you can guess which actress is in the music video. That I don't know. Think of the year, Jared. And think it was bigger at that time. I don't know. Emmanuel Sariki, Sloan from Montage. Oh. Very nice. Sir? I didn't know she got into music videos. I guess so. Uh, I remember that song, though. Like, I remember it not being very big when it actually came out. But it blew up. It blew up, like, a little bit later afterwards. In, like, 07-ish. Yeah, it's not a very good song, though, in my opinion. Well, Andy will be on Slater to defend his position of why Patrick of the Disco, I Write Suicide Tragedy, is a good song and a good artist, so... Stay tuned for that. All right, well, uh, that'll be later in the podcast then. Uh, let's start off with something going on the past two weeks, the World Cup. Um, Michael, a little backstory. Jared does not watch soccer at all. It's Belgium to win it all. And Belgium's in the final four right now. Um, I am flabbergasted this, but I am flabbergasted, but I'm not totally flabbergasted. Belgium's a great team. They have good. They have great players around them. Brazil's been kind of. They've been kind of just been talked about and hyped up the past. They're, they're really hyped up in twenty fourteen, and they're pretty hyped up this year too. And Neymar does not. I feel like Neymar just. Jared, can you bleep out curse words? Oh, Jared left. I think Jared left the recording. He was so intrigued about by what I was saying that he left the, that he left the recording to go research it. He'll be back in a minute, I think. Uh, so here's what I think about the World Cup. Yeah. So they have it on in my office. There's a big TV in the center, like common area of my office, and nice. usually it's playing news. Uh, you know, like usually CNN's on the TV. But during big events like the uh, Winter Olympics or the World Cup, they put on sports. And really, anyone can control the TV. So it's not like there's some controlling body. I don't know. It's just anyone can change the channel. And so the group stage was on every day for, you know, however many weeks the group stage was on. And, and I, couldn't, I couldn't really get into it. I was like, you know what? I'll get more into it when we hit the, the round of 16. And... You know, I'll, you know, when it when it becomes elimination, then I'll I'll get into it. And then it came, and I just didn't feel it. I didn't get into it, and I'm not exactly sure why. I, maybe it's because the United States is not in it, so I'm not feeling it as much Definitely as I did. Probably the reason why. I mean, the, the viewership in the U.S. is down forty two percent. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Okay, what's up with Jared right now? The question. But I think it's a good really, I mean, 
it does suck that the U.S. isn't in it. But they feel like if the U.S. was in this one, they could definitely make a run. The powerhouses have fallen in this one that we did not expect to. I mean, Brazil made it to round eight, for sure. Spain's out. I mean, uh, Poland was supposed to be decent and make, and make, it, make it into round 16. They just didn't show up at all. So, Jared, are you okay, by the way? Yeah, I don't know. Just a technical difficulty. I don't know why I got kicked out a few times, but uh, should be back and didn't hear everything. But uh, have a few points, but I don't know if you want to recap. Uh, the last thing I heard, Michael, was that you said that you you thought it might be because the U.S. was not in the World Cup. Is that that's why maybe a reason why you weren't getting into it? And then Max was jumping off about TV ratings that he doesn't know about. God damn it. Max, where are you recording this? In the bathroom, like I always do. In the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Dude, my room. Okay. Let me explain myself now. <laughs> I thought you knew this. Um, so my room upstairs for the Wi-Fi is brutal over there. And plus there's a lot of sounds around there. The Sophie's room, mom and dad's room, the living room, the kitchen. So I thought, okay, well, what better idea than go downstairs? Where there's one TV that's never playing, Andy who's upstairs a lot of times, or is watching videos on his phone. So I thought this was, I thought this was actually a brilliant idea by me, actually. All right. Well, are you near the Wi-Fi router? Yeah, Wi-Fi router is the next room. I'm charged. <laughs> All right, I'm back. I went. I switched to 4G. <laughs> you, you just joined, and Jared just left. Michael joined Chattered Lab. Yeah, I think my Wi Fi in my room is sometimes not great. So I. Is this like a neighbor's Wi Fi? What's that? No, no. It's just like I'm in my room so I can have some privacy and then it's just like going through the wall. I don't know. You ever hear a band called Incubus? Yeah, of course. Pretty good. 11 a.m. The garbage truck beeps as it backs up, and I start my day thinking about what I've thrown away. I push rewind. That's a. Uh, you ever hear yeah, you Otters? Who? Otters? No. Boys of Summer? Oh, great song. I Wait, are you talking about the Ataris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you. No, they're called the Ataris, <laughs> and you did not show them to me. <laughs> okay. Um... All right, we're going to try to stay on topic, although I don't know why my phone keeps... Losing, losing you guys. Max. Did you charge your phone? Yeah, my phone has plenty of battery. Max, please make sure you're near your router if you're connected to Wi-Fi. I'll, I'll open the bathroom door. <laughs> <laughs> Are you recording in the bathroom? Yeah, he just explained this, Michael, while you were disconnected. <laughs> I was trying to figure out why we were getting disconnected, and I think I may have found the answer. <laughs> I thought, like, uh, why? Uh, by the way, Michael... Actually, I want to talk to both of you guys. In wait, the, wait a minute, area. wait a minute. Can we go back to where we were before, please? 
Yeah. Let's, let's try to have some kind of a linear discussion. If Max, whatever you're about to bring up, just table that for a second. Okay. So we're back, back to, to the World Cup. Talking to the world about the World Cup, and we were gonna hear about Michael's thoughts, and then Max cut him off by saying why the TV ratings are down. And then I was cut out. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but so here's here's my position, along with the fact that the United States is not in it, which I think that it just goes by. I'm not a huge soccer fan. I I don't really know the storylines. I don't know the players. I barely know the countries that are in it. And I think that all those things combine that when the United States is not in it, that's the kind of the keystone that needs me to be you know watching. And then I guess the other thing is uh, most of sports uh at least you know the way i experience it is through seeing it with friends i mean it's going to be very rare that i'm going to personally turn on the tv and start watching a game and so then it's also my friends if my friends aren't really in it or if they're not having people over for viewing parties uh then it's going to be harder for me to kind of break into the world cup fever um and so but so i'd say it's you know 50 50 or, or maybe 75 percent my fault for not seeking it out but also 25 percent the friends are just not like you know really into it and throwing the big parties and and saying you know let's let's watch which we've done in the past for previous world cups what you should do is go to a bar in new york city like i actually when the world cup started i wanted jared to wake up at six in the morning with me and facetime with me and watch the games but he didn't want to do that so what you should do though Jared, it's kind of screwed up, but uh, what you should do is go to like a bar in the morning. I guess you can't do that anymore. Maybe like in 2022 you should do that. But go to like a bunch of, go to like a bar that has a lot of soccer on with like a population of, with, with like with Belgian fans or French fans or English fans or Croatian fans, if there are any, and like, just go there and watch the game. Right, yeah. I mean, that's definitely a good idea and a great way to experience it. And that's why I said it's 75% on me, is that I'm not going to go seek that out. It's just not, you know, something that's on my list of things that I want to do. Yeah. A couple points that I'd like to make. Number one, I don't like when people say that TV ratings are down. Because in this day and age, TV ratings are always down. Like, oh, yeah. four four years ago... There was not as many like there are less households now that have TV to watch. So no matter what the event is, more more than likely like ninety five percent of everything TV ratings are down. So that's not a good comparison. But I'm down because the U.S. isn't in. I, I think you know you figured that that was going to happen, but I think it's hard to you can't compare this World Cup to the last World Cup to the last World Cup. Things these these things are different than and things change in four years. But for me, hundred percent the U.S. not being in it, I could not care less about what's happening. And and hundred percent what Michael said, I know these international guys are superstars, but none of these people are superstars here in the U.S. Like no one, you have to be a pretty big soccer fan. To you know, Ronaldo's a superstar here. Besides Messi and Ronaldo, Ronaldo and no one knows. Anyone besides Messi and Ronaldo, really, to be honest. I, I don't think I could name another guy other than those two and Neymar. And I don't even know what Neymar's first name is. And I'm <laughs> the above average sports fan. Like I and again, like Michael says, if I see something about soccer, 
and it's not time. It's not around the time of the World Cup. I could not care less. I would never watch any soccer game, and that and that's why I won't wake up at six o'clock in the morning with you to watch the game. But that said, <laughs> now that we're at the point of you know quarterfinals, and now it's going to be semifinals this week, I would watch, um, and I would like to watch. But I have a bad feeling that the games are going to be on like in the middle of the afternoon, and. My different to what Michael has, I have no TV in my office, and I have a feeling that you know would not be, it would not be encouraged to watch the game <laughs> in the office. It would be a distraction to everyone else trying to do work. So, uh, and that's just right now. I, the reality is, in our office, we, you know, this our office culture is. When you're in the office, you're working. When you're out of the office, you do whatever else you want. So even if it was a hockey game, like if the if the Olympics were on and hockey was on during the day, and I wanted to watch that, I would still be not. I would still not be encouraged to watch that. Um, would you? So I probably won't watch much of the games if they're on in the middle of the day. But that's just because I'm supposed to be working if I'm in the office. So well, let me see the games are on. I'm pretty sure uh, Wednesday is when the games are on. July 10th at 2 p.m. July 11th at 2 p.m. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the championship, <laughs> I think, much. is going to be – the championship is going to be on the weekend. So, I, I'm, I will watch that. And that's just because, you know what, it's a huge sporting event. It's one of the top wins. sporting events. So, I'll watch – it, it. it is a top sporting event. Yeah, and I'll, I'll watch that. But I'm not into it. Like, I'm not going to be – because the U.S. isn't into it, I'm not gonna. I'm not able to pick a team and then root for said team, and then I'm not gonna get all excited about it. I mean, if if it's a great game, cool. But the problem is too, and and this is what I've said in previous podcasts: soccer is very boring. Like I, I zone out in this day and age with, with like cell phones and like other things that are going on. Like as it is, I zone out when I'm watching hockey sometimes, or when I'm watching baseball or football with other devices, whether it's my laptop or cell phone, if I'm sitting down on my couch, I'm mostly, most likely having a second or a third screen, as they say. So for soccer, I mean, it's super boring to me. Like I'm probably going to do a lot of things while the game's on in the background. Cause I'm just not that into it. And it's, it's, it is to me very slow moving and I have trouble like seeing how plays develop. And it seems to me like who are in these games, are just falling down all over the place. And then <laughs> they down, like the play they will be are. moving on, neat, like away from them, and they're still like writhing in pain. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it flashes back to them, and they're right back in the middle of the play. I'm like this guy went from writhing in pain that it looks like he's never going to be playing soccer again to oh, he's right, he's fine, and he runs for seventy-five more minutes for the rest of the game. So like Neymar. I mean, I guess yeah. Like even <laughs> yesterday, I was watching the Croatia. Russia game, and the goaltender for Croatia, like, at the end of the game with, like, five minutes left, is down, writhing in pain. Like, he he looks like he just got shot. And then, all of a sudden, he's making saves in the penalty shootout to win. Well, you got some of the drivers. You can't, unlike in, in in like, soft sports, like, basketball. Well, actually, you can't do it in basketball. It can be through. But unlike soft sports, like, hockey or baseball or football, you can't substitute you can't substitute a player who's injured in soccer. That goalie, most, I feel like, in like the 80th minute or 90th minute, just completely tore his hamstring, it looks like. And, yeah, you're right. 
he he was definitely. I mean, if you saw it during the penalty shots, he was dancing around the strap to the Russian shooter. That was pretty awesome. But you're totally different. I agree with you in some sorts, in some aspects. Yeah, I can't really argue that. Yeah, Jared. Going back to focusing on games. Uh, I've never been to a live soccer game, a live professional soccer game. I've been to college and high school soccer, but I, I wonder where that would sit on the scale of better to watch at home versus better to go to the game. Where I think is like I, you'll never catch me sitting down to watch a baseball game, but I love going to baseball games live. And football is the flip. I, I mean, I enjoy going to the game uh, for a football game for the crowd, but I think it it's really hard for me to watch a football game live where like if I'm sitting down uh, to watch a football game on a Sunday in my living room that I love that. So I I don't know exactly where soccer would fit. And so maybe that's the difference is maybe soccer is one of the things that it would be better to be in person and you can focus on it, uh, you know, as, as baseball would be, you know, because I think that is also a slower paced game, you know, depending on the the point of the game of the soccer game, but um, you know, maybe that, maybe that's a missing piece. Uh, yeah. Jared. I for at least 13 minutes of that. That was cool. Um, yeah, I, I, can, I can see both your points. The great thing that I really enjoy the soccer, and I, and I know I've been football, out of football is better soccer over here, and I totally, I think college but the best thing is, and like in October, like Saturday, you wake up, you have some really going, which is like the English soccer league, so it's good soccer you're watching. At least you're in the college game day. You get college football it's like from twelve to like one. It's perfect in my opinion. I agree with Michael that I'm sure the world live is incredible. And I'm sure even Premier League game you know, I have some friends that have gone overseas to some games and like oh um, Classico must be incredible to watch. Yeah, it's supposed to yeah. be amazing. So from that perspective I completely agree. However, I also have to say that the level of what you're watching is definitely more important in soccer. Like I think, and I would agree in baseball too. Like if you go to a minor league baseball game, you don't care about what's going on in the game, you know, and you're, it's, it's not really a cool experience, but like I, I in the past two weeks, I've been to minor league baseball here in Charleston, and a minor league soccer game here in Charleston. And I was not really into the game because of the level of what you're watching. In fact, the minor league soccer game is a perfect example because if, if you were at one of those excellent, you know, Premier League type games or, or even a higher like that international game, uh, it would probably be a, a gr- amazing experience just to be at all the times here. But, you know, soccer live in general is not very exciting. I went to this minor league soccer game. We talked about it last week, Max and I, uh, final score, zero, zero, one shot on goal in 90 minutes. So it was like the worst thing ever. In fact, we went at halftime to go get a couple drinks and we had more fun just staying in an indoor pub that was part of the stadium, just having a couple drinks rather than come out. And I, I missed the first 20 minutes of the second half. And I was like, well, whatever. I had a better time in the pub than I did actually watching the, the match. So it's, it's going to be like that for, for everything. But I think especially in soccer, the lower down levels you go, even this was a, this was a guys who are professional 
but at the elite level lower than MLS. And I was like, this is very boring. So uh, I think the World Cup is, a, is an amazing event. I think when it comes to North America in a few years or eight years or whatever, uh, you're going to see the country go nuts for it because – uh, the U.S. is going to be in it, and everything's going to be happening in our cities. And the U.S. is a star of Christian Pulisic. Don't forget him. Yeah, I think regardless of how good the U.S. is, the fact that it's going to be happening, you know, in Atlanta, in L.A., Miami, New York is where the finals are going to be. No, 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 That's, no. New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay? I said at the Meadowlands. Oh, metal oh. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that's that is gonna be overtaking. And if you were gonna look, you know, fifty years from now, if soccer becomes one of the major sports in this country, you could say that the World Cup being here in a few years that might be like the jumping off point. Because I think if the U.S. gets a little bit better, if they have a, if they have some players that are more recognizable and they do a good job during that event, I really think a lot of people could pick it up and, and stay with it um, in, in a few years. It's definitely a sport that's growing. And in a lot of, like, mid-major cities, it's huge right now. Like, since we've talked about this. Cincinnati, the team, it, like, you know, Kansas City, Atlanta, you know, some of those Houston, mid- Yeah, some of LA, those, like, mid to, mid, mid to big-sized cities in this country are really becoming, you know, really into it. And then, of course, anywhere that's, you know, in the South, that's towards Mexico or anything like that in the southern parts of the country. Those areas have more more immigrants who have been exposed to the sport, and it's it's definitely growing. I I would would it would be a mistake for me to say it's not growing, but also I would have to, I'm not that into it. I don't know if I'll ever be into it because it's just I have other things that I'm focusing my attention on. You will eventually, in my opinion. Um, Next subject, I didn't want to touch on this too long, but John Tavares has left the New York Islanders to join the Toronto Maple Leafs as a childhood team. Um, I've gotten over a lot of the misery and denial. Did we talk about this yet, Max? No, we did not, Jared. No, we did not. I just didn't remember. I wasn't trying to yell at you about it. No, no. (laughs) Last time we talked about it, last time we talked with Rick, and we talked about Barry Trotz joining the Islanders. Right. Um, Look. I saw on Instagram. I saw on Instagram people were burning jerseys. That's ridiculous, in my opinion. That's really stupid. I mean, look, the Islanders did nothing for him in nine years, so I'm not going to really cry. Do I hate the fact that he left? Yeah, but it's not like the Islanders gave him a lot to work with. I, I can't. I'm. I was pissed, but after the first few days, I'm like, okay, well, it kind of makes sense why he left because the Islanders did nothing for him. So yeah, that sucks. But those should be good, should be great. Trucks should hopefully be a great coach, coach for this team, as he will. But it's tough, but, it's, but gotta get over and move forward, which I have done. Kind um, of a tangent topic to this, and I want to come back to Tavares in a second. But interesting with LeBron leaving to go to LA, a lot of the Cleveland fans who burned jerseys or were, you know, talking about burning jerseys when LeBron went to Miami actually did not have the same like nobody was burning jerseys in Cleveland anymore and obviously it's because he won yes, they've won they've won already but also it's kind of like what you said Max about Tavares 
the team was so bad around him. And we talked yeah. about that, how horrible they've been. Why would he stay there other than the fact that it was his hometown? And so well, no. when you when you bring it to you now with the Islanders, with Tavares, are people upset that he left? Yes. I think, you know, he kind of lied a bit. And so he deceived people in saying, you know, he was always saying, oh, I'm going to stay. I'm never going to look elsewhere. Oh, yeah. You know, all of a sudden he's looking elsewhere. But uh, to me, it's it's really interesting on the level of, like, Islanders fans, they were not that close with him. So now they're not going to be anywhere close over the next couple of years. They have to do a total rebuild right now. Well, I, okay, I have a little bit of disagreement with this Tavares and LeBron thing. Look, Tavares nothing around him. LeBron, after 2016... Did feel Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, and the same team, which is really, which is really solid team. But the word is they had a talent Durant. So, yeah, I mean, this year they did nothing for him. So, that's not a different story. But I think because he won the championship in 2016, he fulfilled the promise. He did. He pretty much he did. I don't know if the profit did the work for this, but that's what he's supposed to do when he was drafted in 03. He's supposed to bring titles to Cleveland. He left without giving them a championship. They got angry. He came back, gave them a championship. What more can you want? I mean, I, yeah. You know what I'm saying, Jared? Yeah. yeah, no, I agree with you. It's just, it's just, it's interesting to me how the perspective changed so much after winning the one championship. Oh, yeah. Well, I, 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 all I, of a sudden, he didn't owe them anything anymore. Don't want it, I think. I mean, Cleveland's a pretty miserable place. No offense to anybody. No, no offense to any Cleveland people listening to this podcast. But I was in the town for one day, and I mean, yeah. So you have really, you're very qualified to talk about the city because you spent <laughs> one whole day there. <laughs> yeah, I am. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I like it was just it's just bland. It's like it's not. Too special. I mean, I feel like Cincinnati's a better city in Ohio than Cleveland is, or even Youngstown. But um, no, Youngstown is not a better city. Or Columbus. Columbus, yes. Well, you know, a lot of the attributes you talked about for Cleveland they resemble Nassau County, Long Island. Okay, Jared. (laughs) So maybe that's why John Tavares decided (laughs) to go to an awesome city like Toronto. Yeah. Have you seen Laker fans, by the way? <laughs> These Laker fans, like, they can't decide on whether they hate LeBron or love LeBron because I think we can all, I mean, on a show of voices, who thinks, who, who here thinks LeBron is better than Kobe Bryant? I do. Of all time? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I would say so. And they like, they love Kobe so much that they don't know whether to love him or hate him. And. They put a mural up for, for LeBron already. Back up Van's live saying, you're no king. You're free to the finals. I mean, I, I find it pretty funny because I feel like LA people just don't appreciate anything. But, yeah. Next uh, next subject, the Mount Rushmore fruits. Now, I don't know how you want to do this. I think we should do like a snake draft. Um, Michael, since, you, since you're the guest, I think you go first. Jared a second, then I go third and fourth, then yeah, 
Wait, why is that? That's the Mount Rushmore would be the top four fruits, right? So why our top four fruits? So then, why are we gonna have a draft? Some of us might agree that on some of the top fruits. No, we want our own opinions, Jared. What are we doing? We want. Wait, actually, that's not a good idea. Okay, that sounds that sounds kind of better. Right off the bat, party do. Wait, I thought you were letting Michael pick first. Yes, but your idea of us all working together sounds better. So you, okay, so fine. So just give us now that you've given us honeydew, give us your next three as well. I wait, wait, I, wait. We can talk about this if we're gonna do it as a team. Honeydew is not in the top four. Honeydew is yes, not even is. close. It's probably not what? even my top ten, to be honest. Oh my god, honeydew! It's cherry. a good fruit, sure, but get out of here. Honeydew, cherries. When I go to the grocery store, I don't even think about buying honeydew. That's really pathetic. Yeah, I don't think I've ever bought one. They just come in I, fruit salad. I, I think the worst fruit, honestly, is cantaloupe. Why? Uh, they're the same fruit. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> they're like <laughs> <laughs> those are the two most similar fruits. We we uh, <laughs> like it's fired. Sorry, sorry. It's just, it's a reality of living in the city. Yeah, the emergency's everywhere. The EMT's got to respond somewhere. Uh, That's right. Honeydew cantaloupes are not similar at all. For starters, the honeydew skin out on the outside is smooth and, not silky, but smooth. The <laughs> cantaloupe skin on the outside is rough. It's, it's weird looking. Look at it. Cantaloupe is orange, and it almost tastes sour on the bottom. You can identify differences between a uh, cantaloupe and honeydew for sure. But if you had to say what's the most similar fruit to a honeydew, you have to say cantaloupe. No doubt about it. I feel like next to the pieces are pretty similar, actually. What? Get out of here. There's no similar fruit to peach. Yes, nectarine would be similar to peach. Yes. But for you to put your number one fruit is honeydew and your number one. It is moist, sweet, light green, or white flesh that melts in the mouth. Unlike honeydew, cantaloupe has less juicy, usually salmon, ill colors than orange flesh. But any other type of melon ripening a cantaloupe stops after removal of the vine. That's crazy. I think my number one fruit would have to be strawberries. If it's a good strawberry, yes. Wait, we weren't fish. Uh... Michael and I are bumping honeydew right off the top four. It's not even close. Uh, What about cherries? I like cherries. I I think I I have to say apple is number one. I think due to its variety, uh, it's... It goes good with anything, pretty much. Peanut butter. Yeah, you can... It's just... It's very versatile. Um, I, I think I'm, I'm in with that. Apple definitely belongs on the Mount Rushmore fruits. I, I can definitely agree. Too. I think oranges probably also has to go up there. Yeah, I think so too. Mangoes? Uh, I, I think mangoes are strong on their own, but I think that they don't. I, I maybe it's just where I live. Uh, or that fruit in, this, in, in South America that I had, Israel. Oh my god. Oh, how did I forget this fruit? 
I, I just think that they're it's a treat. It's uh it's it's not common. And I think, you know, I wouldn't call a mango like a foundational father, you know, a founding father of fruit if that's what we're building for Mount Rushmore. So I, I think uh after apple and if we're we're agreeing on orange, I wanna put banana in there. Um I think it's yep. you know, everyone knows that all bananas oh. are clones of each other. I, 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 no, bananas no. <laughs> I what what do you have against bananas? <laughs> Dude, they're so they're too mushy. Eat it when it's more uh, when it's less ripe. Yeah. Eat it, eat, yeah. Like you have, have good options. There's a lot of I, I the thing about bananas is there's nothing worse than a banana that's either you're Brown? eating it too early or you're eating it too late. Like, Wait, you so have to hit it at the right time. Honey too? Max, do you understand <laughs> what Mount Rushmore is? <laughs> no, I'm pissed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bananas is not better than honeydew. Max, I, I think it under, is. Understand this Mount Rushmore is not the best for presidents. That's not <laughs> what it is. I know, I know. Okay. It, it's Who are the four presidents on Mount Rushmore? Tom Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington. I know yeah. that. <laughs> but again, it's not like pomegranates. It's all about that. Like you know, I went to the Mount Rushmore Museum last year at Mount Rushmore when I visited last year, and it is not just these are the best presidents. <laughs> You know, and then that's what then Michael's taking the approach of, you know, the founding things that you think like you think of a, of a U.S. president, you think of George Washington. Yeah. You know, you you think of the four people that you just named that are on Mount Rushmore. When you think of fruit, like I said, I have been living on my own now for some time. I don't think I've ever purchased honeydew from the grocery. <laughs> okay. So what every you know, like every week. I can tell you right now, I went grocery shopping today, okay? And you don't want to – you want, I'll tell you right now, I bought a bunch of different kinds of fruit today. I to be oh, store, and I, I bought some peaches that were locally sourced here in South Carolina. I bought bananas. Did you buy nectarines? I bought blackberries. Nectarines? Well, I like nectarines a lot, but I didn't want to buy nectarines and peaches. I didn't need both of them. Do you think? Wait, do you think peaches are better than nectarines? I did not say that. I just, <laughs> I just said that's what I bought today. What about avocados? They're pretty important fruit. Avocados are, in my opinion, a vegetable. I, I, yeah, I well, do, are, yeah. I guess, are they a fruit because they have a pit in the center? Is that same as, same, they are? But same as tomatoes, they're more so a vegetable. I also yeah. bought tomatoes and avocados. Wow. As well as I have some leftover cherries that the fruits that I have in my possession. Now I noticed neither of those were apples and oranges, but in the last five months, I can say that I've bought apples and oranges. They're something I would buy frequently as a good foundational fruit. Like Michael was saying, I, I think apples, oranges, bananas, and then that fourth one is kind of tough. I would go strawberries myself. What about grapes? I could see making or peaches. Dude, a grape, especially. I know this kind of sounds weird, but a fruit salad grape, where they're mixing with all the fruits and they absorb some of the, like the flavor around them. I think that's, that's. Wait, wait, wait! What kind of grapes are you having that are absorbing flavor? That skin is a pretty good skin. Wait, you, you, wait, you don't have a cotton candy grape? 
I don't I like Cotton Max Candy Crisp. I know what Max is talking about. I, but I, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but that's not really, again, the, <laughs> what you're saying about these grapes. Now you're talking about the other flavors that they're absorbing. Like, you can't, that doesn't get into, you can't bring that into the equation here. I think blueberries are awful, actually. I think blueberries are so hit and miss, and every once in a while you have a good one, you're like, oh, these are great. I would not. Sour. I would not argue that blueberries should be should be on. Good. there. I'm not going to tell you that blueberries should be on there. I'm comfortable uh, with saying strawberry for number four. Grapefruits. Mm-hmm. Not for no. Not for top four. I mean, not for number. Grapefruits are excellent, but definitely like if you were listing my four favorite fruits, that's different than the Mount Rushmore of fruits. What about um? Pears are very good. Um, watermelons. I think that you need to, we, you know, we need to maybe regionalize our Mount Rushmore. Like we have the Mount Rushmore of the Northeast and the Mount Rushmore. What if we just of- said Max's favorite four fruits? <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we each gave our other favorite, you know, other, we each gave our favorite fruits after that. And then there wouldn't really be as much arguing, but maybe <laughs> we could at least get, you know, move past it. Wait, 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 before, before, wait, wait, wait. before we get to that, uh, this reminds me of an interview question I had when I was applying for a summer camp job. And that this is the wow. question. It was, if you were a fruit, what fruit would you be and why? Oh, easily a mango. Why? Because we're delicious. Our pitch are huge. We're still filled with the flavor. Absolutely, mango. You'd be an idiot. You'd be an idiot not to the mango. Why should I hire a mango, though? These are tropical, exotic. We're cool. Like, if I if, if I send you an apple, sure, it's actually an apple's a bad idea. If I send you uh, <laughs> um, an orange, is pretty good too. Okay. Max, none of these traits that you're listing have anything to do with why he would be a good employee. Jared, what fruit would you be and why? Um, that's a, I, again, great. Uh, that's a in, very interesting interview question. Yeah. When we started the podcast, by the way, I not even talking about which fruits we I, I would. I guess, to be honest, after thinking about this, I think I would say that I would be – oh, man, this is tough. Yeah, I had to do it on the spot, too. On the spot. <laughs> um, I think I think I would say probably up, an Andy. orange. Probably an orange. That's what I said. Really? Yeah. What were your? Did you have to explain more? I did. So I kind of I had a little bit of a cop out, and I said that I want to be, you know, a citrus fruit, either an orange or a clementine, and my explanation was as such. Sometimes. Um, you know, sometimes I'm hard to open. Sometimes you got to get the knife out and you got to cut it open. No, uh, and get there. No. But sometimes it's a clementine. Like it. All right, your teeth, whatever. But sometimes you can just, you know, use your fingernail and, and peel open a clementine. So I think I kind of have pieces of both. And depending on the situation, if you know I'm trying to approach a child, then you know I, I hope to be a clementine. That because this is a summer camp job. And so that they can, you know, easily understand me and easily open me up and, and see what's inside. And then the other big thing of, of uh, oranges and clementines 
was that it's a uh, you know pretty well compartmentalized. You have your segments, and then even inside the segments, you have those little cells of juice in there. Yep. And I Let's think see. that I I can I can stay professional in one segment, and I can have fun in another segment. And if I'm you know at the pool, I can act my my pool behavior. And if I'm you know running on a soccer field, you know you're kind of a different mindset. And if you're trying to do one thing and the other. You know, I don't think that's a successful camp counselor. And I think, you know, I think in a lot of jobs, it's important to kind of, you know, have some segmentation. I have so a question. Those, yeah. What are the cells of an orange? I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about, though? Like, inside no, each... each piece, he's saying each piece. And when you open up an orange, each piece can be peeled apart. But they have, oh, yeah. a, they have a, you know, a layering that keeps them separate from... Right. Oh. Jared was so passionate. He had to tell Kelly and everybody else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the reason. Um, yeah, oranges, oranges are great. I think Clementines are actually better than oranges. Clementines are... Yeah. Because Clementines, you can just peel with your, you can just peel with your, with your, uh, with your fingers. They're easy exactly. to open. Yeah. Oranges are tough to get into. You have so much skin around them and inside of them. Clementines are just like, you open them, it's, you know, it's only a handful of skin, pretty much. With like orange, it's two handfuls of skin. I, I think I, I totally agree. I think Clementines. I think oranges are great. Don't get me wrong, but I think Clementines are better than oranges. Right. Well, yes, yes. That was that was my answer in the job interview. That's a great uh, on your feet thinking right there. That's excellent. So, full disclosure, I actually got a tip. Uh, one of my friends did the same interview like a week before I did, yeah. and she she gave me the tip off. So I actually, I it wasn't on my feet in in full disclosure. Uh-huh. Okay, this is a little fruit trivia question over here. I looked, I was looking at fruits and stuff just now. Guess which fruit is the most popular fruit in the world? Huh. I'm gonna guess because I because I know what you're about to say. I, then the way you're speaking about this, I would have to guess mango. <laughs> no, no, not mango. They're eating a little You're so far gone. Uh, all right, my guess: most popular fruit. Hmm. Hold on, wait, Max. Give us a hint. Was is this most popular fruit on what Michael and I agreed was the Mount Rushmore of fruits? Uh. Number two is. Okay. So the number one most popular fruit, you're saying that we did not have it on the Mount Rushmore fruit. Well, we kind of discussed how it... Mm, in the, well, officially a fruit, it's not a fruit. Tomato. Like, yeah. Tomato is the most popular fruit in the world? Yeah. Wow. What's number two? Uh, bananas. It's not even... And by, met, by million metric tons... Tomatoes is at a whopping 170.75. Well, bananas at second with 114.13. Tomatoes blow the fruit out of the water. Or is this by what fruit is grown the most or what fruit is consumed the most? I, this is global fruit production. I guess grown the most. So grown the most. Yeah, but you'd have to assume that what's grown is consumed. Right. What are they doing with? That's true. Yeah. You agree, you agree with me? How do you do would be? All right. Awesome. Um, I just have to come to be honest, Jared. Um, what, what, Max? 
I said how you 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 said yes, yeah, true. After right before I said that honey is probably a top four fruit people enjoy the most. You think it is? You don't think people you don't think people see a honeydew they go, Wow, awesome you got honeydew. No, in fact when you have a fruit salad, <laughs> most people honeydew is kind of just a filler fruit. Like people aren't that excited about it at all. It's you good for some color variety. You have a secret. When I'm at your when I'm at your house for a soda, I always try to take the most honeydew I can get. Wow. I think everyone's gonna be excited about that because <laughs> no one else is really gonna be excited about honeydew. <laughs> <laughs> um I guess so our so our four are bananas, apples, oranges, and honeydew. No, <laughs> honeydew is definitely not on there. Uh, apple, oranges, bananas, and what do we have? Peaches, we said strawberries. We said strawberries. strawberries. Okay. Next subject. Top five. So now we're going away from sports, actually. So for anybody listening listen to the podcast, this is a sports entertainment podcast. And we're going to entertainment right now. Um, top five action movies. Yeah. I'm on ready. <laughs> Uh, I, I didn't properly prepare for this, so you can you go first, and we can talk about it. Okay, to be honest, I didn't really think of it. I kind of now I'm having second thoughts right now, <laughs> but I'm definitely confident on the first and the first three I have. Ready? All right, let's, let's hear it. Avengers: Infinity War, Mission Impossible Three, um, The Dark Knight Rises. Now I'm so we're going with superhero movies are also action movies? Yeah. Oh, the Bourne... What's, what's in the... I mean, all those Bourne movies are great, except for the last one. Andy, right here. you can discuss your opinion on Pat and Disco in a couple minutes. Um, oh, crap. And do you have any thoughts on, the t- on action movies? Like any action movie, what's what's some good action movies to you? Could be like war movies. I guess war movies are acceptable. Sure. Uh, Same type of rhyme. I gotta tell you, Troll Strong was a good movie. The what? action. That was that was a okay movie. Also, what's it called? What's that movie about Iraq? Not American Sniper, but the one with the IDs. Uh, what am I thinking of that I know is really good? The Hurt Locker. No, I didn't like the Hurt Locker. I like Jeremy Renner. The Hurt Locker, that's what I was talking about. Oh, Hurt Locker. Okay, Andy and the Hurt Locker a lot. Wow. She's not going to come in. And um, more soldiers was doing it. Okay, Andy, you, know. you, you made your point. You like soldier movies a lot. Um, Three, what would we have? Four to fifth. Can you guys give me some? Can you guys give me some? Uh, my, I think the one for me that's coming to mind Fury. as one that I love as a very classic Ashton movie is The Fast and the Furious. I never yeah. watched The Fast and the Furious. The first couple. Actually, well, there's a couple weird ones. Fast and the Furious 2 and 3 were actually not very good. I like Tokyo Drift a lot. after that, they went back to what was good in Fast and the Furious 1. I like Tokyo Drift a lot. I like Tokyo Drift as well. I think I saw Tokyo Drift in the theater, and I wasn't a fan. Did you see that? There was was like a a vine of it where where they got in the elevator and the wheelchair, like, like, grinding the ground. Chair. It's, it's jerky in the ground of a wheelchair. It's pretty funny. Uh, I'll send it to the group chat in a little bit. Why is it? Ch- you know, I think I've been I've been flying a lot recently. 
uh, dude, just like work and social stuff. So I've been seeing a whole bunch of movies on planes. I just saw The Hitman's Bodyguard, which is kind of in the same genre as, you know, the Bourne movies and, you know, the Mission Impossibles, kind of. Not as global. Oh, oh my God, Jurassic Park. Oh, my God. Max, relax. We were listening to Michael <laughs> talk Wars. about the movie that he just recently watched. Star sorry, Jack, sorry, Michael. That's okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I really enjoyed that one. I think Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson were pretty good in that one. And I think it was, uh, was kind of nice. I mean, there was, you know, it, you care about the storyline, kind of. You know, they had to get from point A to point B. Um, and But I think the more important thing was the relationship between the two of them. And I, I think it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Um so I think that for me, it's super hard for an all-time action movie. But I think if I did, you know, rank some movies I've seen in the past six months, uh, I'd like to throw that one up there. Uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard. I don't. I don't think that they really got much play and traction when it came out. But I have a this one. You what? The Italian Job in two thousand three with Charlize Theron, Mark Wahlberg, Edward Norton. Wes yeah, yeah, yeah. We know it. We know it. <laughs> no, I've seen it. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie, actually, Jared. You know what else is a good movie? Rush Hour. <laughs> Excellent nice. action movie. Rush Hour 2. Excellent action movie. I. This could be controversial, I'm going to say. It's kind of... It's really depressing, actually. But, uh, you know what? Not a good idea to mention this, because I don't know. Actually, bad idea. I'll test in the group chat. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I think that we've been in a, a drought of that genre recently. Yeah. Uh, like Rush Hour and, and those types of movies. I Yeah, because I think we got oversaturated with them a little bit. Yeah. Know? And they and like you said, a lot of times they don't really, unless they're part of a big franchise that's done well, they don't really get much publicity. You know, like I don't think, I, I don't think a lot of the movies really... Would you consider the franchise as action movies? The which ones? Now you see me. The the magician movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. No. What would you consider that? More of a comedy. Uh, I guess. I feel like I guess there is an intriguing storyline. Like that's that's kind of what we get now is these new wave action movies that have a lot of like action to them. But right. they're or like what Max was saying, or you have the superhero movies. Like those are action movies, but like I feel like they're in their own genre. Like if somebody says, like, "Hey, like, did you see? Did you see Infinity War?" I'm not thinking that's an action movie. It's more of a superhero. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think people have documented the just how much of a franchise model is. If you look at, you know, how many original movies come out a year, or you know, original movies that break or whatever, it's super, super rare. You know, they're a remake, part of a larger franchise, or uh, part of you know, uh, part of a book, or you know, something. You know, they always have pre-material, and it's very rare to see, uh, you know, a pure, you know, standalone. Um, I agree with that. I, I think a big piece of that, too, is it makes it easier for characters that are recognizable. People get more excited about it. They know kind of what to expect. And they already have some familiarity with 
the storyline or the characters going in. And so well, that was one of my it's, it's more there's a wider audience that it reaches. Well, that was one of, one of my favorite things about Spider-Man Homecoming is it was a Spider-Man oh, movie which, which had almost no Spider-Man backstory because it's been played out so much. They're like, it doesn't even matter how he becomes Spider-Man. It doesn't matter, you know, his like initial struggles of becoming Spider-Man. Just this is Spider-Man and, you know, he's, I mean, he's learning, but it's very little backstory for that one. And I, I, I enjoyed that. Um, I actually have to say that I recently went back and Max knows this. I recently went back and watched like all of the Marvel movies to get ready for Infinity War because I had not seen most of them. But I skipped Spider-Man and I have to go back and watch Spider-Man Homecoming. I have not it's on start. seen that movie. It's on the start of the well, you saw Civil War, so he was in that for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I saw that and then I did see Infinity War. So I know the character that you're referring to now, and I have seen him in movies, but not have seen his homecoming, his his movie yet. Although yeah. I think there's a homecoming too. Also, I think so. There's gonna make there's gonna be a homecoming too. I think or a Spider Man too. I think. Um. Yeah. There is. Um. And, uh, did everybody see? Did everybody see Infinity War? Yeah, I did. All right. So obviously. obviously I'm not gonna kill off Black Panther or Spider Man, which just made a billion dollars for them, so they're all coming back. Well, um, we don't know that they're all coming back, but we would assume that some. Yeah, that's fair. Fair take over there. Um, okay. One of my favorite things that uh, kind of came out like uh, in the box office wise of uh, Infinity Wars was that they filmed Infinity Wars 1 and 2 like on the same budget yeah. and on the like in the same way and it already made money. You know, I'm sure they're going to have to spend more money for marketing and whatever for Infinity Wars 2. Um, but I, I think it's amazing that they've already made money uh, on the second movie technically um, without even having selling, you know, sold a, a ticket for that one um that's remarkable that and so i was looking up other movies that did joint production like that um one that stood out was matrix i think two and three were filmed together uh and released in the same year like six months apart or something like that um and i don't know if that one also had the same uh ability to make the revenue of the first and second ones you know to to make back the cost of the first and second ones, but that is remarkable that it, the movies combined for uh, Infinity Wars 1 and 2 was something like $800 million, and they're in the, you know, I, don't, I haven't checked recently, but they have to be over $1.2 or even more by this point. Uh, that's pretty impressive. I saw that it leaked what the name of the next Avengers movie is. Oh, uh, in May of 2019, which I'll have to see somewhere in Israel. Oh, it's not uh, Infinity Wars 2? No, it is. It's apparently going to be called Avengers Endgame. Ooh. Hot take. It's a good name. <laughs> not a hot take. I just want to say hot take. Um, <laughs> Classic. Andy will be on in a second to discuss his... He'll defend his opinion. Andy, do you want to defend it right now? Okay, Andy, just fucking walk. Sorry, Jared. 
Jared? Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Yeah. Andy, let's get over here and do it. I'm in. You're in? We should, we, should we be here next to each other if we're in, Andy? No, you can do it next to you Andy, like I had Rick on next to you. Andrew, like, Andy, what are you doing? You just started doing podcast. Yes. Yo, what's up? Oh, wait, no, we didn't. Oh. Yo, what's up? Oh. Do you guys hear me? Yeah, what's up, Andy? What's up, Jared? What's up, Michael? What's up, Max? Hey. I'm right next to you, Andy. <laughs> okay, Andy. Defend your opinion on mine. Is it good, is it good and, <laughs> it's a song, not an artist script. No, Pat, this is good artist script. Oh. And I, and I already took that strategy in the song. It's, it's a good song. Opinion. It's a good Why? song. It just is. I like listening to it. <laughs> yeah, what's your opinion of it? My opinion is that <laughs> Panic at the Disco is not a very good band. <laughs> it's not an artist, and that is that I enjoy. And I think they're my one of my least favorite artists of all time. Wow, that hurt, Michael. You? Uh, what's the song that we we're talking about? I love. I like. I write not things on tragedy. Oh, uh, yeah, that's um. I remember it was playing one summer. Maybe in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, around the same time. That maybe a little bit earlier than that. I don't know. I mean, I like the song. Exactly. Um, it's a good song. Is that the one where it's like, I chimed in with the heavens you people? have ever heard of closing <laughs> a goddamn door? Nah. Uh, yeah, so that actually, recently, I was listening to that song and there was like a lyric in there or two that I had never heard before. It was like, uh, I guess, I don't know. But, uh, I think it's good. Uh, it's a good song, I think. Thank you. So we're tied to you too. Max and Jared are don't think it's a good song. Me and Michael think it's a good song. Um, yeah. Okay. I guess so. I think it's awful. Actually, I don't give my opinion. It, it's the song sucks, Andy. And we, were but, driving, and we were driving together and you were telling me to still have to do that. I was thinking, I think, I was thinking at one point, I was thinking a great song called Out of Their Life by The Fray. Great song. But, time out. Time out. My problem with the song is that it's more of just, it's not really a problem with that song specifically, but more of the singer's voice just is not pleasing to me to listen to. Like he, it's an annoyance to me. Yeah, absolutely. Doesn't sound good. And I'm not saying he's like not talented. I'm sure like whatever, but I just, for whatever reason, to my ears, that is not a pleasing sound to listen to. So I just, 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 credited all of his music because I don't like his voice, but I'm not saying other people have to hate it. I'm just telling you my opinion on it. I respect I'm, it. He, here's the chorus for the song. I time in with a habit you heard of closing a goddamn door. No, it's much better to face these kind of things with a sense of poise and rationality. Um, Max, you could take a lesson from that. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> Michael, I Michael and Andy have questions for you. And Andy, I know you're probably stuck with Jared. Now have your own opinion. So I'm so I want to ask you this question. Michael, what are your feelings on an artist such as named Uncle Cracker and a song such as Smile, Follow Me, and Best of All, Drift Away? Mm-hmm. 
I don't have enough information about the artist, but I think I like some of those songs. He's a great artist. Um, That's an opinion. Angie, I assume you're going to go, he awfully sucks, he's crap. No, no, he's okay. I don't mind it. It's okay. I disagree with you with the fray. The fray are not that good. And How to Save a Life, that song is like 11 years old, dude. Like, come on. Hold on. Alcohol Cracker songs are older than the fray. 12 years old. What do you mean? Time out. How to Save a Life was created for Grey's Anatomy and Maxie's That's the Greatest Song on Earth. Actually, it was in Scrubs. I know it was in Scrubs. It was also in Grey's Anatomy. You you watch Grey's Anatomy? I think it's an okay show. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. How to Save a Life was, that is a factually incorrect statement. How to Save a Life first appeared on the phrase album, then after it gained commercial success was then used in the TV shows. Okay. Yeah. Let's just first of all, let's have that be said. Second of all, that song is not very good. However, <laughs> the fray is better than Uncle Cracker. Done. And Pang Disco. <laughs> well that's No it's is, not I told already told you my opinion on Pang and Disco. <laughs> no. I won't defend my opinion. I came here to defend it. Pang at Disco it's not worse than Uncle Cracker. Or The Fray. <laughs> the Fray has one good song. Panic and Disco had a what? solid album. What? The Fray had a single life. What else do they have? Let me ask this question, Max. Why do you enjoy Uncle Cracker? He doesn't have any talent. Okay. He is void of talent. He I... doesn't do anything that's noteworthy. So, I have more answer. Probably why why you like crisscross and jump. It's nostalgic. I mean, I remember hearing "Drift Away" and "Follow Me." Kindergarten, I thought the best song ever. Now, maturing that, maturing that, which is each one, each twenty at the point. I'm a chair. Why am I at the Andy in speakerphone? No, I'm in headphones. I'm glad. Um, Andy sounds better than Max. Max, you gotta improve your call quality. Oh, I beat that's why. Okay, what is Andy's room? No, I'm in Andy's room. No, it's my room. Here's uh, a real question, Andy and Max. Do you guys have doors on your bedrooms? Yes. Yeah. Do you hear me better? Yeah. I moved out of the bathroom. Probably the echo. Did you see that video of uh? Or just What's Andy, that? What? There's a video online circulating of Andy going through his bedroom door. story, <laughs> but there's a picture of a missing door. I've not seen this video. This is news to me. I've not seen this before. I've not gone through a door. I went through a fence. No, no. What happened to the door? We got a new door. Oh, but before that. Andy, how do we break it? <laughs> you broke it because you got to slam this door. <laughs> also, I did not go through a door. I went through a fence and that was at a party. And in fairness, that girl was a, was atrocious. That fence was atrocious. Wait, which girl? The girl or the fence? Uh, both. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did that girl a favor. Um... Okay. <laughs> All right, we're Matt. What is our next topic? Uh, oh, gotta go back to the message. And are you joining us for the podcast? Yeah, why not? I didn't think 
you were gonna do that. Oh, do you guys want me to leave? I went back to the bathroom. I call. I call. I made my wedding song decisions, and I'm calling them. I'm calling Disneyland before Ethan, Michael, or Michael. I think I'm gonna get married before you. Ethan and Jack. Oh, that's harsh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Max. Do you understand the concept of a wedding song? Agreed upon by both people getting married. I mean, Max still doesn't have a girlfriend yet, so she can't really agree with it yet. You can't have a song picked out before you even know which girl you're gonna marry. Okay, can I can I can I list my songs, Jared? Or no? She's probably gonna say no to all of them, but go. Gravity by John Mayer. Um, Keep going. I'll, I'll I'll be by Edward McCain. You never heard the song, Andy. I know. Um, she will be. Uh, this, this is a pretty obvious one, guys. Mike, Chad, you want you want to say it for me? She will be young by my class. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> who wouldn't? Um, who left? Who just left? Jared left. Jared had Jared had to go call everybody. He was so jealous. <laughs> you know it. Um. Wait, so what? I'm sorry. Can we go back to the order of people who are getting married? The what? The order of the people who are getting married? Yeah, I know it's going to be already. Okay. Okay, so Ethan is getting married first. Then Jack is going to get What? No. Wait, what? Ethan's not getting married first. You think Jared's going to be married first? Not Jared. Well, then who else? Kayla, Our cousin Rachel. Ooh, okay. So we're sort of both sides. So anyway, I'm talking about dad's side. I mean, dad's side will be Jared, then Ethan, then Michael, then Kayla, then Jonah. And where am I? You're not getting. I don't think you're going with get those there. wedding songs. You're further back. <laughs> um, are we counting yeah. Joe? Are we counting Joe, Jesse, and Eric? If we're counting them, then they're in the mix as well. But you're still last. Completely disagree because that means I'm pretty much not getting married. If I'm, if I'm getting married after Sophie and Andy, I don't think I'm getting married at all. But I think that you're going to be married but divorced. Ooh. Wow, Andy. Okay. <laughs> blow, blow. Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> not a hot take. Yeah, it is, Jared. It's a hot take. You guys don't know what a hot take is. Um, <laughs> you guys have freezing cold takes. Max, you're going to marry an Israeli or American first? I have a bad feeling. Oh, wait, Andy, stop breathing so loud. Jesus Christ. Dude. I have a feeling, okay, this is not going to be good, but knowing how knowing how I am, like you would think if I'm in Israel, I'm going to get married to a Jewish girl, but I have a, I have a pretty big feeling that I'm going to end up marrying a Catholic girl from in Israel. Grandma's going to be happy. Not an Arabic girl? Or an Arabic girl. I feel like I know myself, and I'll find like the one girl who isn't Jewish in Israel. What is that shit? Which girl? Aren't they? Yeah, I guess more so. Like, but yeah, I. Yeah. I guess you'll have to marry a Jewish girl, Michael. Max, it doesn't matter what religion this is, as long as she's the one. Or and the two. Yeah, that's. <laughs> and yeah, or the two. Um, what was the song I picked out? I actually think I actually one. I this too. Um. Can we pick up a serious topic? Oh, no, we no. You raised me up. 
could bring up a serious serious topic except Wait. for Max's wedding songs. Yeah, go. Max, what are you looking in a look what are you looking in for a girl? Like, wow. what? <laughs> what are you interested in? Just to be curious, you've never ever told anyone in this group chat. What are you looking for? So it's kind of a reason why I didn't like well, we're gonna make everything public, but um, <laughs> why not? Max single, get Max, get Max a girlfriend, two thousand eighteen. Okay, Andy, I'll be sure to. Can I ask you too? What are you, what looking, are you for looking for, girl? No, 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 <laughs> get Max, out of my room. Can't do that. Get out of my room. I don't have an you guys, you gotta stop the echo. I don't have an answer. Max, go outside. Okay, what are you looking for in a boy? <laughs> <laughs> this is where you should be able to answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good one, Michael. I'm straight. <laughs> no, you're not. Based on my experience with Max, I can say he doesn't know. He's just looking for any girl. <laughs> Didn't you guys almost said about South Carolina? For instance, when he came down to South Carolina <laughs> and basically was like, if any girl was even remotely near us, he's like, jerk. What do you think about this girl? I'm like, I don't know. We haven't talked to her. And then he goes, Ethan, what do you think? <laughs> and then Ethan said, we haven't talked to her. <laughs> so really, I don't know that Max knows what he wants. Yeah. Other than he would love if he would like Maroon 5. I think that's going to be very few. Uh, I think some girls like Maroon 5. I like that new song that he came out with. This, uh, girls like you? Yeah, I like yeah, that I one. I don't listen five. to it. I can't make a comment. That a taxi? I don't know what I'm on the 16th floor. I mean, the window. Oh, well, Michael's here. Michael. Jared, you were with Max in South Carolina. What was Max interested in? But he said pretty much just any girl. <laughs> no, it wasn't not... very specific. Just if they were female, he was interested. <laughs> so I guess the answer the question of whether I'm gay or straight, Andy. <laughs> that doesn't really help. What if they're a boy but then became a girl? What if they're transgender? That doesn't help you. Well, he didn't get that familiar with any of them. <laughs> Figure that out. I would like to. I would like to put out the part of the podcast. Um, yeah. No, we stay. It stays. Andy, stop it right now. Max, wrap it up with your final hot take. Um, hot take. I think this year, I don't have to watch any of the NBA Summer League, Jared. It's been really good. Oh, don't get me started on how horrible that is. Well, basically... Charles Oakley over here, and Jared, pretty, pretty big player in the next 90s, tweeted out that he thinks Kevin Knox has very good potential. Mike, Wait, what's this NBA movie that's coming out? Uncle Drew. I watched it. It was a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very good movie. I'm pretty confident that you'd have to pay me to go see that. <laughs> yeah. No, I saw Wait, it. was good. a whole Uncle Drew movie now? Yeah. yeah. Kyrie's in it. It was a great movie. Well, I, I watched that. He's always in it. He's, he is Uncle Drew, isn't he? Yeah. Reggie Miller was good. Nate Robinson. I think can I talk about it? I watched the movie. 
That's why I asked. It's a great movie. I gotta tell you, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, now that I am talking about, that is more of a hot take than anything else I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> Just want to say, Nate Robinson was very good. Uh, Shaq was good in it. I liked Reggie Miller. Uh, it was a funny movie. I gotta tell you, they really did a good job. I gotta say, I gotta bring this back to Max. NBA Summer League is is probably awesome. a bigger awesome. joke than MLS. No, MLS is good. No, MLS is terrible. Yeah, and it's you know what else is terrible? The NBA Summer League. It's not even. It's not even exhibition. These 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 guys try even less in the and these other these other outlets hype it up. I don't understand why. Wait, it doesn't count for anything. Nobody. I mean, James Harden tries to stay on defense. Well, no, wait, Jared. I I have I have a point to actually right now. The NBA wise. We are pretty much witnessing the end of the Spurs era, where a lot of it. I mean, Tim Duncan left. Manu was old. He'll be retired. Did you see Tony Parker song in Charlotte? Yep. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of sad to me. Is this not the same thing as the three on three league? No, yeah. three on three league was good. I watched it. It was good. <laughs> in, in fact, I would actually agree with Andy that three on three league was better than summer league. I did not watch it at all. I basically, think oh, basically this is the summer league is basically like these teams have this this league in Las Vegas for like a like a month, and each team has a team that's made up of like a few rookies that were just drafted, and then a whole bunch of other scrubs that did not get drafted that will never play in the NBA ever, and they play these games in ESPN televised. I think that has a lot of potential for, like, good live, uh, you know, for, like, you know, kind of the same market as minor league sports. I think for live games, those could be fun to go to if they're, like, you know, priced appropriately. Yeah, I think it would be – honestly, again, yeah. I mean, if you were in Las Vegas and you went to an NBA Summer League game, I mean, that could be okay. No, it's not good. A lot of times, like, those things are covered more than, like, some of the MLB games that are going on right now. I'm like, well, who cares about these Summer League games? These MLB games actually count. Yeah, but no one's really watching, like, a lot of these MLB games. Like, the Tampa Bay Rays or, like, the Miami Marlins. Not really that many people are going to them. I agree, but how is Summer League better? Because Summer League is actually, like, attendance, dude. If you go to Miami Marlins game, you will see less than 10,000 fans. If you go to a Summer League game, you'll at least get 10,000 fans. No, you will you know, not. People are like, There's no way. There's no, no way there's 10,000 fans in the Summer League. No, you will not, Andy. Okay, well, the, when DeAndre Aiden and uh, Mark and Backley played, there was 10,000 fans. <laughs> um, okay, Andy, can I say one thing now? What? Uh, can I give him a hot take, please? Yeah, go right ahead. Actually, I have two. Get uh, ready. Get ready for this one, okay? Double hot take. Pretty, pretty pissed. You guys double hot take. History of the making right now. Kevin Knox will lead it, and Princess Brazingas will lead the Knicks to the playoffs this year. It's not next, that hard. Ne- next hot take the New York Islanders will be in the playoffs next time, this next time next year. I think Brazil will be a Hart Trophy contender. Possibly winner. I think Josh I'm writing did. these things down because they're all going to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Are you actually writing them down? Yeah, because yeah. they're all going to be wrong. 
I also wrote it down. Um, yeah. Uh, one more thing with Ethan. I want to upper Annie on the Jared. I want to get. So last time we talked with the Jared and Ethan my wedding married bit was like two years ago. I was wondering, could we bribe them into getting married quicker? Like, could I pay Ethan a portion <laughs> of the money that you're, that you're paying me to, to propose to his girlfriend before Jared does? And marry what if Michelle listens to this? I would allow that. Uh, as as per rules of the bet, that was not specified, and I would say that's allowed. Wait, what if Michelle listens to this and she just hears this? You know how awkward that's going to be? No, wait, is, is Ethan party to the bet? No. I think Ethan knows about the bet. Yeah, I think Ethan knows about it as well. Ethan and Jared both know about the bet. Jared, Michael has Michael has your, has your side. I have Ethan's side. Yeah, so I don't think I think if anyone heard about this bet, um, or if you bribe anyone, I'm going to say that's all fair game. Uh, go for so it. So you like you think if I if I like, text Ethan, hey, I'll give you an iTunes card if you propose quicker than <laughs> Jared. I think he's going to say no, but keep going. If I lose the bet due to your bribery, I will happily pay the ten dollars that I. No, bet. no, no! It was more than ten dollars. How much was? It was, it was twenty dollars. But I would like to answer up. I would like to up it to a hundred dollars. No. Okay. I'll get in. You can't change the bet in the middle of the bet. A bet is a bet. Unless you change, you know, add some more consideration. Well, actually, Jared, I disagree. It's been two years and nobody's engaged still, so I think I can. Well, I mean, driving Ethan to I mean, engage with Michelle. It's gonna make it faster. Totally right over here, Jared. Max. I, Jared. What? I think I'm totally right over here, and I think I should be to to change the settings to the bet. However, I please. We made this bet. I think Michael's. You Michael, have to. We made this you bet have to have Michael's made. agreement with it. Michael, we made this bet in what? Late 2014, early 2015. It's, it's been. Nice. It's, it's, I remember making the bet, but I don't remember which side I was on, how much the money was. <laughs> <and> it was. <laughs> um, it sounds all right. Well, look, I think it's pretty pathetic. It no sounds like we to need to redo the bet. It sounds like the bet needs to be redone. Can I me and Jared get in on this? It, no, I'm not in on it. I'm, I'm in. I'm part of the bet. I can't do it. Um, I'll be in. Yeah, I'll pay the equity. Like, I think it's no offense, Jared. And no offense to Ethan if he's listening to this, which he probably is not. But I think it's kind of I think it's kind of screwed up that it's been now two years since the bet and nothing's even changed. Like we we said married, not even engaged, and nobody's changed anything. One thing I definitely I'll be what, honest. Did you think Sarah, we were gonna get engaged the week after you made the bet? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh my bad. The month. Do you want my? Do you want my? Do you want what I thought actually? Yeah, I thought one of you guys would be engaged with 2016. Yeah, well, that's why you're losing the bet. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm tied to the bet. Considering nobody's gonna marry and nobody's gonna engage. I'm so we should bet for no one. Max, you do always that love takes time. Like, Max, people get married in like two days. Max, it takes, I don't like, even a, think that Ethan was dating Michelle in 2014. <laughs> yeah, happened, no, that happened 2016 or 2016. <laughs> I'm not saying any names, actually. Notice I both said for your girlfriend, 
Ethan's I just said girlfriend because I don't know if the names are allowed on the podcast, which I've been very smart about. He I... didn't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you very specific rules for this podcast before we started, and that was not one of the rules. Oh. So don't tell me you didn't know. No, I well, I, I, th- I think I'm just being brave. It's one of the rules you can't talk about the rules. Like Fight Club. No, we can talk about the rules. Can you bleep out the curse word, sir? No. <laughs> Wait, who cursed in the podcast? You did. I told Max no cursing on the podcast. He only did it once this week, which is pretty low. <laughs> I didn't curse at all. By accident once actually, a- actually, Andy, you were the first person to curse in the podcast, so don't talk at all. Um... Wait, wait, were the rules discussed in another podcast? I should go back and listen, or yeah, I think and I think in the beginning, I think in the first podcast, probably I would, I would think. I, I think I may have, yeah, I think I may have discussed in the first on the first podcast. Um, I would like to say, and Jared and all the podcasts have sounded great, in my opinion. Everything that Jared said sounds great in all the podcasts. Max, I disagree. <laughs> Quick, uh, like a meta podcast question. As se- uh, semi-professional podcasters, if I told you that I listened to the podcast while I fell asleep, is that offensive to the podcasters? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Because, like, for example, I love John Mayer, and I, and I like listening to him, but I also fall asleep every time. I, I've listened to the whole album of Continuum, but like, I'll be like, oh, I'm listening to Continuum now, like at night, and then I always fall asleep through it. Like, I like a lot of these artists like Nora Jones or John Mayer or uh, The Stones. I'll just fall asleep through, like, the first few songs. I'm like, oh, damn it, I'll listen to it tomorrow. And then, like, yesterday, like, last night, I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to it right now. I fell asleep after waiting on the world to change. Knowing okay, that a lot of our podcasts have been about sports, I'm not surprised that you fell asleep, Michael. I, I actually have a question. I actually have a question, Jared. It's a pretty. It's a pretty cool question. I think about that. Pretty cool idea I had. So our podcast has been wildly successful. Successful than I thought. It were more successful than I thought it would be. Andy, are you in a barber shop right now? What are you doing? Oh, no. <laughs> cutting something. Sorry. Your hair? <laughs> no. Um, so Jared, my idea was let let's make two podcasts. Let's get this. No, 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 Wait, no, 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 no. You didn't, no, you didn't no. hear my idea. You didn't hear no. my idea. We're not having two podcasts. <laughs> uh, my idea is a political podcast. Well, That's you can not- do that as much as you want, but I am not going to join you. You okay, can be guests. Uh, uh, one more thing. Jared, in the group chat this week, not with you in it, actually, believe it or not. But actually, oh, the I am shocked. There's a group set that I'm not in. This is a huge shock to me. Um, I, I, it's a 17 group chat that Jared's not in. I said, out of 16. I, I said that I think all the people that, that repair for Y2K think if I was like at this age in the year 1999 that I would think Y2K was real. Yo, you would have definitely thought Y2K was real. <laughs> God damn it. Time out, time out. As a two, as born two thousand one, what is Y2K? Can someone explain it to me? Michael, take Michael, I think Michael's the one to explain this. Sure. So it's the idea that computers were not able to handle the carryover between nineteen ninety nine and two thousand, and I think 
there were there was some truth to it. And as a programmer now, there is some trouble that you can get into if you're not careful about dates. But I think it was definitely overblown, and people thought it was going to be catastrophic. And then midnight struck zero, the clock struck zero, and everyone went about their day. So it that's what it was. Okay, Andy, tell kind me of sorry. like the thing I'd like to add to that is, and as someone who's in media and deals with a lot of media. The media overblew it and got people all carried away. And then people reacted because they read or watched something that said that people should, you know, be prepared for the worst. <laughs> have guns. And, and, and so the, and the media overblew the issue. Right. So you actually think I would. I, so, President Mature Max at age 20, if he was in the year 1999, I would think that Y2K was real. Yeah. Well, Y2K was real. It it, it was the but year 2000. You would think you would think I would be one of the people that would think that the world's gonna end. Correct. And yes. You are a very sensationalistic person. I completely disagree, and I think this actually makes me feel really bad at myself because it's not true. And I would never think I would never be so stupid to like think, oh, the planes are gonna fall to the sky, the nuclear bombs are gonna go off. And cars are gonna stop, and we're gonna be back to the year 1900. Um, it's easy yeah. to say that now when you know that it wasn't true, but I mean, back then I, Max would have definitely believed it. If if all was the same and he was around, you know, and he was around this age when that was going on, I mean, he might have bought a second house just in case. <laughs> I I would have definitely dressed up in the hanging chad for, for the 2000 for for uh, the 2001 Halloween. Also, yeah, how I made your mother comment. Actually, another thing, uh, I guess it is. Another thing, actually, that you guys are pretty mean to me about when I was in Israel. I went to a beach party, and you guys both said that's from 2001. What does that mean? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. A beach party? I, I've been to beach parties. I've been to beach parties. No, I have to go back. I don't want to go back all the way to the group chat with like. April of 2016, April of 2017. But I remember you guys saying this, and I was kind of pissed off about it. What did what did we say? You I said, don't think I even remember. You said you said beach party in 2001. I don't think that I said that. That it had to have been Jared. What did I say? I don't, <laughs> I don't think Jared remembers. That's a funny thing. <laughs> I'll find it tonight. I'll, I'll go back like transgressions that I've had. I do fully apologize. I don't know what. You think I may have done, but I'm sorry that you think I did them, and I'm sorry that I did them. I'm not apologizing, because whatever I said then, I stand by it. <laughs> okay. Jared. Um, Jared, how is South Carolina, by the way, today? Was it nice? Uh, yeah, it was okay. I mean, it was pretty pretty hot, uh, but it wasn't Do a lot of people bad. go to Myrtle Beach? Yeah, a lot of people do go to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's Michael, when we're in New York City together next time, before I leave, I want to do I want to do a couple things with you. Okay, you ready? Yes. I either want to go to the top of the World Trade Center, the new one, obviously. Where the top? What's funny about that? <laughs> I, uh, I'm glad that you specified the new one. <laughs> <laughs> As it's the old one that you really climb on top of. Like no, obviously I couldn't go in the old one. It's gone. There's some peace. But why well, you need to clarify? <laughs> I, you, 
Well, uh, it's gotta be like one old one still standing. There's a whole bunch of them. They got rid of all of them. All oh, right, Max, we're wrapping this up. That's we're we're coming to the end of episode five. Episode six will be soon. We got to decide uh, what we're gonna do for episode six. Mike, so, I want to go. I want to go to Battery Park. I think. <laughs> Wait, that's a child. Never mind. Um, Central Park. I mean, where's Battery Park? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're in the Empire State Building. Um, yeah. And if you go there, Max, you want to go uh, to Italy as well or Morocco? Shut up, Andy. Don't say anything. Uh, that is the end of the end of the end of the MG podcast. Jared, you should probably talk about stuff. I'm gonna give for another guest. Wait, wait, no, wait, Andy, Michael, what's the song you want to start off with? I asked for um, uh, Nike Boots by Wale, please. Oh, I'm paying at the disco. No, that's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Why? This is my favorite thing, is that at the end of the podcast, Max tries to bring up what song is going to be at the start of the podcast. (laughs) This is now multiple episodes that he's done this. (laughs) Can you cut this part out, Jared? (laughs) No, it stays. Andy, stop. Um, Jared left. Okay, this is the end of the MJ podcast. Bye, Michael. Episode five. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Shout out to some of the special listeners, Joe Antonakis, Antonax, uh, Eric Rosenfeld, and Jesse, Jesse Krantz. Shout out to, and the bot himself, Michael Killian. Uh, shout out to all you guys who are listening, who support this podcast. Uh, shout out to Anthony Colante, James Cristiano, who also listened to my episode. In the, next, in, the, in, the, in the future, there'll be merchandise that will be sold. Uh, yes. <laughs> Thanks to Mike and Andy for guesting. I really appreciate them. Shout out to Anthony Glante, who sponsors me for this podcast. Peace out. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. And uh, I'm excited and I'm, I hope to be invited to episodes in the future. Maybe we, maybe we could be on. Mm, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Bye. Thank you, Jared, for having me on again. This is another time. The first time a guest has been on twice. I'd also like to thank Max as well for talking about Panic at the Disco, one of my favorite songs, and also, that's the beginning song. Alright. New merch we'll coming talk soon. To everyone next. We'll talk to everyone for episode 6 soon. Jared, want to FaceTime? Thank you. <laughs>